Welcome back to the podcast. We have a really special guest on today's episode. Julie is one of my clients um, and she has done a really fantastic job of taking the tools that I've given her and, and implementing them to lose weight. But she told a really inspiring story in one of our uh, recent coaching calls that I asked her to share here with you. So one of the things that comes up a lot for people that I work with is the scale and all of this drama that we have about stepping on the scale. And Julie and I had never specifically coached on the scale. So she kind of came in and told the story of going on vacation, not having her scale, missing having her scale, like really wanting it to be there so that she could weigh in, and then coming home and having lost weight. And I just really loved that she had done all of this work kind of behind the scenes to get herself to a place where she loves the scale. The scale is genuinely a tool that she uses to help herself lose weight. And what is possible when it comes to the scale, when it comes to losing weight on vacation, when it comes to being someone who enjoys eating and still has that as part of their life, even though they're losing weight. So enjoy this interview with Julie. I'll see you inside. Hi, I'm Haley. I've been a nutritionist for over 10 years and I saw firsthand how the diet industry works, but mostly doesn't work to help you lose weight. Then I found myself 20 pounds overweight and realized the weight loss struggle has nothing to do with what you eat, but why you eat. So I went on a mission to explore the brain and its role in weight loss, and now I help my clients lose 30 pounds in 90 days by wiring their brain to weight loss. On this show, you are gonna learn how to wire your brain to lose weight so that you never have to diet, restrict, deprive, or willpower again. Hi, Julie. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Haley. Thanks for asking. (laughs) I'm so glad you were able to come on today. I'm really excited to um, share your particular transformation. I think it's going to be really impactful for the listeners and for anyone who is struggling with the scale. Um, So we're going to get into that in a minute, but I do have a couple other questions, um, before to kind of like set the stage before we get into that. So can you just say your name, something about yourself? Well, hi everybody. I'm Julie and I am a newly retired individual. My husband and I retired a year ago. And so we've gone through our first year of retirement happily and, um, Looking forward to what it brings for us later. That's awesome. So um, what what inspired you to sign up for the program in the first place? Always wait from little on. And, you know, you get the typical um, responses from family members of, you know, oh, you, you're so, you'd be so pretty if you lost weight or, you know, you just need to lose weight. So you always, you, that kind of always plays with you here. So throughout my life, I have done a yo-yo 
effect with my weight, always a little overweight, never comfortable in my weight, tried many diet routines, you know, over the years. And when I fast, right, you know, metabolism is when you're younger and, and, uh, um, but then I would stop doing the routine of whatever that diet required. And, um, and then I go right back up slowly, but I would, I would slowly go back up. And sometimes I would go higher than I was. Sometimes I would stay a little lower. It just depended. So it was that yo-yo dieting of the thing. And, you know, as I've gotten older, um, it's gotten harder to lose weight. It's also showing, uh, you know, a little bit in my blood work, you know, and, and that's a concern that I have. And so, um, I knew another diet wasn't going to work because I've been struggling for what's going to work. And then it plays in the head. You know, if I'm a failure, I've done this, I've done that. And then I saw this, what you were offering. And I thought, well, I I don't know much about it, but let's let's talk to Haley and see what it's all about. And we had our conversation and, and it made sense to me that it wasn't, don't think about it as a, a, a diet. Um, Think about you know, reprogramming the brain that is, you know, the primitive brain that's trying to convince me that I should eat and that it's okay. And, you know, I can control it for a while before with diets, but then it would always come back. So um, that prompted me because I was kind of at a low of, you know, I, 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 what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? And I, you know, I, I just, thought I need to get a hold of it. And so it made sense after our conversation, it made sense. And it certainly has continued to make sense as we've, we've been meeting and, and uh, talking for our time together. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. And that, that your journey of like doing the, the diets, feeling terrible about yourself once they, once they end, or once like you stop participating in it, it's just what I hear over and over again. It's just like more proof that that's really not the path that we're meant to take for weight loss. It doesn't work. It doesn't. It does, I mean, it does for a period of time, right? Yeah. You can be dedicated to that, but then it stops. And you, and in my case, you, I go back, you know, I didn't learn anything new from it. Um, and that was my problem. I needed to learn something new uh, so that I can continue this. Yes. Yeah. And I think for you especially, you know, moving into these retirement years, like you really want to enjoy these years. You don't want to spend them thinking about like, what, what list of foods can I, can't, can I have and not have? And what kind of, you know, it's, it's that mental battle that you get sucked into and you kind of like miss out on the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So how much, um, how much weight have you lost since you joined? 12 pounds. Wow. That's fantastic. I'm, I'm proud of my 12 pounds. I, if I had told you five pounds, I've been a proud, proud of that too, but uh, 12 pounds. I'm very excited about that. That's really exciting. Congratulations. Good work. Thanks. I know it's, it's not going to be something that I'm going to drop really fast. I mean, that was hard in the beginning. We had those conversations towards like, why isn't it coming off? Well, you know, now I'm just content to be, you know, every little bit makes a difference. You know, you go down half a pound, you go down a half a pound, you know, that's great. You know, and not worry about 
Well, before I would have been down five pounds and I did worry about that in the beginning, but not, not now I'm comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And losing it in a way that, that works for you and, and is comfortable for you. Right. I think that that's going to help me in the long run, keep it off. Yes. A hundred percent, hundred percent. It's about you're, you are like learning the foundational skills of what this new eating for this new weight is and teaching your brain, like, this is what we do now. And really getting to this place where that, that just becomes who you are. There is no like old Julie who, you know, yo-yo dieted. Like, it's just like, no, this is how much I eat. This is where I'm comfortable. I get to, we've talked a lot about like your experiences going to buffets and not feeling like you needed to like get seconds or, or overdo it. And like, yeah, getting to that place where that's just who Julie is. Yeah, that was, that was an interesting conversation before I went, cause I worried about that buffet, you know, I, I knew it was coming. I knew there'd be two that day lunch and, cause it was an all day event, lunch and dinner. And I thought, um, how am I going to get through this? Um, and, and I did you know, I think it was just that buildup of worry. So next buffet that comes my way, I won't have that worry. Yes. How did you get through it? Tell me, tell us like what, what was your mindset going into it? What was your mindset during it? Well, not knowing, you know, not being able to prepare what it was, knowing there'd be a lot of food. I just thought, okay, what, what do I want to stick with? I want to stay away from the carbs because I know those fill me up fast and do me no good kind of stuff. And so um, I I was looking at vegetables and fruit and protein. And this buffet actually was really wonderful. They they had it to where, you know, it was it was uh, grilled, not fried foods. It was, you know, fresh, beautiful vegetables that they did perfectly. And, and the fruit was cut up. It was in, in California. I was visiting my brother. So they had a lot of fresh food there. And, and so that made it easy for me. And um, so I, I kept to that. And I also kept to that if I didn't take enough on my plate to, to meet my satiety level, that I could go back and get a little bit more since it was a buffet, which I didn't do. Um, but I felt like, OK, don't take too much at first you know, take it slow and see how it goes with that. And, and, and that worked out really well. And I even got, cause they had little, um, little squares, little petty fours of, of cake and stuff. So I, I took one of those and, and that fit into that day for me, it gave me just, you know, a small little bite of sweet, which I wanted. And uh, that was perfect, you know? So that's what I looked at. Cause I, you know, you're standing in a buffet line and you're looking down that line and you're thinking, okay, I'm preparing where I couldn't do it before. I'm preparing now. This is what they have. This is what I'll take as I, as I was doing beforehand. So that's, that was my way of handling that, that day with that. So, yeah. Yeah. So you made, you made a plan ahead of time, like to the best of your ability and set some things that you wanted to stick to. And then kind of, once you got there, it was like, okay, these are the foods that are going to help me feel good afterwards. And this is how I want to feel. And yeah. And that worked for me uh, for that, for that day. You know, that was, that was really good. Cause it was a long day and um, it wasn't just one meal. It was two. And I was just like, Oh, that's, that's two things at once. And, but it worked and I was, I was content. So. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's such a big win. And I bet that felt really good to come yeah. out. 
It did. Yeah. yeah. I thought I can do it. You know, you walk away from a buffet going, I can do it. And I don't feel, feel like I ate too much. I don't, I don't feel so full that it hurts. You know, I was like, great. So um, yeah, I felt really good. Oh, I love that so much. And yeah, that's again, just that, like, whereas if you had gone into that kind of with the more the diet mindset, it would have been like white knuckling, like, okay, just like, don't look at it or like, don't, you know, just don't put it on your plate. Just don't do it. Like, you know, just like that kind of like really tense feeling that and it's like, I can't have that. I'm not supposed to have that, you know, and that, and that makes you feel bad, but you know, I don't have to worry about it. If I, I wanted that piece of dessert, you know, and they're small, I thought, well, I could do that. That would be nice. I was also thinking if they had bigger desserts, because I would just take a bite of my husband's, but I got my own. So, you know, that was good. So small one. So, yeah, yeah, it worked out perfectly. They were prepared for you. Yeah. <laughs> that was nice of them. Yeah, it was. They were like, Julie's coming. Let's make these little mini desserts. <laughs> okay. So, the reason that I wanted to have you on today, we had a, a coaching session, I think it was last week, and you talked about our overall in general, our relationship with the scale, it comes up a lot with with everybody. Cause I do ask everybody in the program to weigh in regularly, like daily. And we people are like, but I don't have to do that, right? Like, I don't want to do this. We kind of have this idea that the scale is causing our feelings. It's causing us to feel terrible or, you know, disappointed or frustrated, whatever is coming up for us. When we see that number that we are creating with our thoughts, we think it's really the scale that's doing it. And, um, so sometimes like in the actual program itself, I kind of just leave it. Like, it's like you're weighing in and whatever comes up is going to come up. But we never, I don't think you and I ever really coached on the scale. You kind of maybe heard me talk, coach some other people about the scale and just kind of created your own um, relationship with the scale, like for yourself, like you did that on your own. So I, I would love to hear like, what what was your relationship with the scale like before? What um, What did you face like when you started weighing in on a regular basis and how did you Tell me this whole, I want to hear then like this whole story about like you creating this relationship with the scale. Well, I've always had a relationship with the scale, sometimes good, sometimes bad, (laughs) but um, mostly, you know, you had said early on, you know, the scale is a tool. That's what it is. That's why weighing in every day is important. You need to see where you're at and what you're doing. And, you know, when I was working a diet plan, before um, I would, and I was losing weight, you know, and doing well, well, the scale was like my happy place, right? It was yeah. a great thing. You, you yeah. get on a scale every morning, it's like, yeah, it's good, you know? And yeah. then when I would stop losing weight and gaining things back, then I would avoid the scale. And maybe once a month I go, I guess I need to stand on this scale, you know, and see where I'm at. And then it would make me feel horrible and I wouldn't do anything, you know? So I've had a love hate relationship with the scale, but you know, it's a tool when you're, when you're, you know, I used it as a tool when I was losing weight and then I didn't cause I avoided it. Right. But, but working with you and hearing you say, it's a tool, it's just another tool in our, in our box that we have that we need to use. We need to know how we're doing. 
No, every day I, I get up and, and, um, I weigh myself and, um, you know, and there are some days, you know, throughout this process, I'd be like, what the heck happened here? You know? (laughs) Um, and I would, my first thought is, oh my gosh, I didn't eat much yesterday. What is the big deal? And going through all this, did I gain this weight? And, and, uh, but then it it lasts just a few seconds and I would be like, Okay, let's go back and look at what I ate. Okay, let's go back and and see. Did I have too many carbs? Was it too much salt? Maybe it was too much salt. Um, Maybe it was just I didn't drink enough that day, you know, Um, drink enough water, I should say, Uh, you know, uh, um, did I, you know. It just depends. And so I could look for some trends as I, as, since I log what I'm eating and then I, I can look back at it and say, well, this is the trend. So then I tweak it a little bit and say, well, you know, yesterday you had like carbs at each meal, a little bit of carbs at each meal. Maybe you should, you should be eating carbs at each meal. Um, it gave me that ability to do that. So um, I kind of have become addicted to every day on the scale, whether it's good or bad. And every morning, I have to tell you, every morning I, I, I'm, you know, stand on the scale and I'm like, I know I went up. I know I went up every single morning. I, that's how I feel. I was like, I went up and I went up. And then when I look, I'm like, oh, you did good. Or, hey, you stayed the same. Or, mm-hmm. see what we can do better. So, yeah, I, I don't let my mind take over. It wants to, because that's the first thing that comes to my mind is, oh, you failed. And, uh, but then I have to pull it around and go, no, I didn't. Let's just figure this out. And and it's one day and it wasn't a whole lot. So you didn't go down. You're not going to go down every day. So there's a lot of talking in my brain of, of trying to tell myself it's okay. It's okay. You know, you still feel good and we'll see how it goes, you know, and, and make it, make a difference today. Change, what, what can you do different today kind of thing. And so that's, that's, you know, I think, so I've become addicted to every day. And we, we, we talked about this last week when, when Russ and I were on vacation, um, to a week and a half ago when we were on vacation and we drove, I did think about bringing the scale and I thought, boy, he's going to look at me and be like, what, you know, that's so uh, okay. I can live without it for a week. I've traveled um, before and my, my husband. Traveling scale. Yeah. Did it's you, like, uh, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I, I like, wait, I like it. I like to know where I am. I like weighing in. So I know I thought about it and I probably would the next time, but, um, you know, we got home like on a a middle of the day one day and then gone the week. And, and I thought, well, I'm not getting on the scale now because, you know, that's a whole day of sitting in a car driving Lord knows, you know? So we, we, I waited to the next morning and I kept saying, you know, how, how did I do? How did I do? Cause, cause traveling was another thing that, that you coached with me on. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I went down and I was so excited and, um, I was kind of squealing a little bit and, and my husband's like, what is going on? I'm like, I lost weight. So, uh, <laughs> um, that felt really good. And since then, here's the other good thing is since then, um, so it's been about a week and a half. We've been back and I have either stayed the same or continue to go down a little bit. So it's almost like this momentum is just kind of, kind of kicked me into that. And and I don't know what it was. I mean, I, I, we couldn't really plan our food on vacation. Like we talked about, you told me, think about your hunger level and your satiety level instead, where do you want to be at the hunger level and then eat appropriately with that. And I did that. 
Um, and that helped. And I've just continued. I mean, some days I don't write my my prep meals down. I'll maybe write it down afterwards and stuff as I prepare for the day. But um, I'm always thinking, how hungry am I? Okay, the clock says noon, you know, but I'm not really hungry. You know, I got up late and uh, and so I'm not really hungry. So it's just it's just I'm, I'm more geared towards that aspect of it now than the aspect of of what did I plan to eat? Because that's because that's food is is well addicting. But um, uh, for someone who deals with anxiety, you know, having to sit and plan something out is nice. It's good. But then sometimes it can get overwhelming for you, too. And so you kind of have to to play that. And I think I found since vacation that that aspect of think of your your hunger and your satiety and then worry about the food. Yes. And that's what I I it has really kind of helped me with this one. Yeah. So maybe that's kind of been the shift for you in in the weight continuing to go down. I'm, I think so. I mean, that's been my mindset since vacation. I mean, I had it, you know, before vacation and started, uh, that during it and, uh, and that work, you know, I mean, on vacation, you have limited access to things. Ours was a, was a lot of driving with our vacation. Um, we did a lot of active things and we, um, we had food in the car because, you know, we, we always packed a picnic lunch we um, had some little snack stuff. So there wasn't that amount of food that you go for the cravings then, you know, yeah, you hit the cravings. Um, but um, so I was concerned when I came home because then the kitchen's there, you know, you open the door, the fridge, whatever. And I haven't, I haven't done that. It was almost like I, I don't need, didn't need to do that. If I, if I need it, if I was really hungry, if I've been hungry in the afternoon, um, this last week and a half, um, I go grab, you know, like a banana, half a banana or something. And, and, uh, but it's not usual that I'm going to hit that hunger level that I want for dinner and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, it's been, it's, it's, it, it has shifted for me since, since this with vacation and stuff, but you know, um, it's trial and error. Don't you think? I mean, it, it's, it's a lot of it. It's just, it's just, getting to understand your brain. Whereas before you just, I just gave up and now it's the process of, you know, okay, this is what's happening and this is what I need to, to do. And, and it's, it's practicing. And and to be honest with you, also listening to everybody uh, on the coaching calls has, has been tremendous because they half the time, I feel like, you know, we're all going through the same thing. So we're all, anything that comes up, we all need the coaching for all of everything that happens. So uh, those are really great. Yeah. A hundred percent. I've, I always tell like new people who are, um, you know, thinking about working in the program, like they're one, one thing that comes up over and over is like, well, what about one-on-one coaching? I'm like, listen, I've done both. I've coached people one-on-one and I've coached in the group the group is 10 times the results of one-on-one because you get, you are all going through the same thing at the same time. And it is so funny, even though everybody's on their individual journey, I feel like each week, everyone is going through the same thing. I don't know how that happens, but um, when, when you have the benefit of 10 other people saying like, okay, I'm going through this. Can I get coaching on this? And then 
someone else is like, yeah, and what about this? You know, you get that coaching for yourself as well, as opposed to you just coming with one thing and saying like, okay, coach you on this one thing. And then we're like, okay, we're done. You know, (laughs) see you next week. You get like 10 things that you just got coached on in that one session. So it, it really makes everything go. You grow so much quicker. You learn so much more in that short amount of time. It's really incredible. Totally agree. And I also, I mean, it's like, you know, what's not working, but I also love that you put in what is working, what's your win for the week, you know, and that, and that helps too, because you hear somebody's win, you go, Oh, I want that win. How did they get that win? You know, kind of a thing. And so that helps uh, with that aspect of, of it too, to be able to listen and, and, and help each other too with it, you know, Um, just hearing someone say, Oh, I feel the same way is such a, a boost for you as you're, you're like, okay, I'm not alone in this, you know, yeah. the voices are all there. Yeah. That, and that's the other piece that when we're, when we are in, um, in the diet mentality, a lot of times we feel very isolated, you know, we're, it's us at home trying to stick to this list of foods and generally whatever diet we are trying to follow, if you're failing that, <laughs> The mentality there is that this is your fault and you're the only one who isn't able to succeed at this. And so we get really into our heads and we feel very alone. We feel like, you know, I'm the problem. I'm the failure. There's something wrong with me. A lot of people I talk to are like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like, you're just like everybody else. I promise. Like, we're, <laughs> Every brain is doing. And that's not what the industry has taught us. Right, exactly. We're, we're sort of like trained to believe that, you know, if the diet doesn't work, it's you, it's your problem. It's your fault. And then, um, and I loved what you said about the scale, like using that as a tool to help you evaluate. That's something that we also miss out on, on diet out on in dieting. And not just from the scale perspective, but from that evaluating our failures. Like when we do fail, like let's figure out why so we can choose not to do that anymore. We can choose this path that is working. That's what the scale (laughs) allows us to do. And that's kind of the difference. Or I think it's a big difference in the program that, that you're in is like we use that to our advantage. We look at our failures to see what happened? What do we not want to do anymore? And we looked at our successes to see, okay, what do we want to keep doing and keep practicing and direct ourselves that way? It's just a tool. That's what all it is. And, and, and I learned to take the good and the bad. And, uh, you know, I prefer to see good better than the bad, but I learn from the bad. And that's, that's the whole point of it is you've got to learn from, from what you're doing and, and make those changes. You know, do I have this perfect Boy, I hope so, but I know I don't. You know what I mean? It's like you're always going to have a little slide, but I also feel stronger in the sense that I don't I don't feel like I'm going to go back to the way I was um, because I have have a, a bunch more tools that have helped me to get, you know, to, to say, okay, then take your little pity party for two to three days if you need to do that, okay. And then get yourself back on it and do what you need to do, you know, kind of stuff and, and deal with whatever, whatever you have to deal with and do that. You know, you want dessert tonight? Fine. Have your dessert tonight. You know, it's, and this is all in my head, you know, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow. 
you know? And so you get a little, little, and usually it's just a bite or something. And then it's like, um, then move on, just move on. You know, like you said, depriving us of, of food is, has never worked for anybody trying to lose weight. It works for a period of time, but it's not reality. You know, I had three kids and when they were growing up, I was cooking for three kids. Well, they didn't want to eat diet food with mama, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And so you got to cook, you got to cook for them. You got to cook for yourself, you know? So, so it's just my husband and I now, and, and he's fabulous. He, he's supportive. He'll eat most things. Um, And I like to experiment with some different things, but I look at, food differently too. You know, it's like, Oh, we don't fry food. You know, we don't, we don't, you know, we, we tend to look at more differently. He just eats what I put in front of him pretty much. And, and that's a blessing with that. So (laughs) he makes it easy. He does. He does. Now the three kids, not that they didn't make it easy for me. It's just that they were not into the food, (laughs) you know, mom, we need something more than just, you know, this. It's like, I understand. So. And that's, I think the other piece of that, that deprivation piece is like you said, like not only are we not living in this perfect world, we're never going to be exposed to foods that we really want to eat. But when we go down this path of like, I have to no longer be, you know, try to like micromanage our environment where we're not being exposed to the foods that we you know, can't eat anymore, air quotes. We then force our family to be a part of it as well. And so like when I talk to people, a lot of times like, well, my, you know, it's my weight loss isn't succeeding because my family just isn't on board to eat the foods that I need to eat air quotes again in order to lose weight. And it's like, but what if your family just never, ever had to be on board and you just managed your mind around the foods and you could just live your life in the world that we're in and not be freaking out about like trying to avoid this food all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, in one of our talks, it was like, you know, if you, if you, um, you are deprived something, that's all you're going to want. That's uh-huh. all you're going to want. And I remember when you were, it was one of the videos and I was just like, uh-huh. Yeah. I've lived that one, you know? You can't have pizza. Well, that's all I want, you know? Yeah. And and then when you have pizza, it's way too much, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. So now when I say, well, I'd like pizza, I'm content with a small salad and one small slice of pizza. You know, it's, I'm content with it because I've met that I've had it. I didn't have to have half a pizza. I just had to have a small slice and added a little salad to the side, you know, and that was good. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much that like you still, yes, all the, all of the foods are a part of your life. You're still losing weight. You're still, you're not in a place where you feel like, you know, you can either can't have the pizza or you're going to overdo it on the pizza. You get to enjoy the pizza and just be like, yeah, that I feel really good. I had the pizza. I feel good. It's really all good. good. I had pizza. <laughs> I had pizza. <laughs> like <laughs> a normal person. And it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I can, uh, I can have normal foods. Yay. And I have found, you know, and, and, I, and I would always feel this when I'm on a diet, but here, you know, especially, and we didn't do a whole lot of fried foods, but I really, you know, if we'll go out, I, I don't, the fried foods don't interest me, you know, I mean, it's just because, of the, you know, and so, um, but I don't miss it. And have I, you know, 
Russ gets some French fries. Well, I might nab a few fries off of his plate or he'll say, hey, you want to try this this burger, a bite of burger? You know, I might try a bite of burger too and stuff, depending on on what's going on. And it's not saying that I've had a salad. I'm sitting with a salad either. It could be, you know, some uh, plenty of other options, but it's still like, okay, I don't feel bad if I have, have that and it's not hurting me and stuff. So, yeah. So what, tell me where, where the shift came in with the fried foods, like no longer being interested in that when you're eating out. Um, pretty much. I mean, I think that's been for a while. Um, just because, like I said, I love to cook. And, you know, during COVID, I cooked every day. Mm-hmm. And so, um, which I loved. And um, I, fry, frying food is just a mess, you know? It messes up the stove. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. So, um, and, and you know, it just kind of became that I liked it better without the fried foods. Now, that doesn't mean I, don't, I like French fries. I do like French fries. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like, you know, fried chicken or frying anything up, you know, I just, it just, it just doesn't taste that, that good to me anymore. You know, I might have a, you know, craving for it and you get something or, you know, and that'd be like, okay, that wasn't that great. You need up here is telling me it is the best thing in the world. And then you eat it and you go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that, it's that shift from like, being all in your head where, and I had this experience with a very specific food where I was like, it's the best thing that I could ever possibly eat. It's so good. And when I'm all in my head thinking that, then it, it kind of like is, I don't, I don't really taste it. I don't really know. I'm, I have no awareness around how much I actually enjoy. It. I'm just like, so in this like heightened emotion of like, I like desire for this food. And so I did this experiment where I kind of like slowed down and like got into like tapped into my body, which we talk a lot about in the the program is like feeling your hunger, feeling your satiety, like, like actually being present when you eat the food and being present with your, with your body. And I I had like one bite and I was like, I don't even like this. Like, where did this come? You know, like, I don't think I'm eating. I build this up. Yes, exactly. And it's that difference between, uh, just like you said, like it's that brain piece, like when we can understand what's going on in our brain and that that's really where this is all coming from. And it's just this part of our brain that really wants this like intense dopamine hit. And we can kind of like step outside of that and make a decision from a different part of our brain. All of a sudden it's like, that's doesn't really interest me anymore. I don't like. Yeah, but the other part is, is that I have something that I really, really like. And then it's like, you got to limit what you can eat. So yeah, being being present and uh, being and saying, okay, this is really good. I might want to do seconds and Mm -hmm. saying, "Eh, what, what's, where do you feel? How do you feel? What's your levels, you know, and, and, and go from there. That's hard. That's still kind of hard. Um, but like you said, if you slow down and, and if I, if I take time to think about it, Mm -hmm. then I can say, you know what, there'll be leftovers and you'll have it for tomorrow. You can have a little bit, you know, tomorrow, you're not cooking tomorrow. Leftovers day is tomorrow. You can have, you know, have it then or something. And, and, uh, that's, that's, you know, it's like, it's like that it's special the next day too. And I just didn't eat it all in one sitting. Does that make sense to, yeah. because I just, 
you know, that it, it's still when you get that something that's really, really good and uh, you just kind of want to want to keep eating it because it tasted so good. But I'm already at my level. I'm already at the point where I'm comfortable. I don't want to go any further. Um, so then I just tell myself, well, you'll have that tomorrow, you know, and, and that's OK. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's still a struggle for me, especially yeah. with ice cream. Ice cream is really hard that way. Yeah. It just, you just like can keep, I mean, is that something like, cause it's like got that it's cold. It like, it's sweet. It doesn't like fill you up so much. Maybe. I think especially now with the weather getting warmer and ice cream is so nice, you know, and, and I could eat ice cream in, you know, in the coldest day of the year too. But I think it's just comforting. It's comforting, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so it's like, and ice cream is it, you know, like, like when you have family events, you have a dessert. Well, there's always ice cream with it, right? Everybody, somebody's always bringing ice cream with it. So it's, it's like this thing, it's always been there. And, um, and I don't have it that much. I don't keep ice cream in the house. Cause I know that that could be a problem for me. You know, I, you know, it's there, it's calling my name. It talks to me when it's in my house. So I have to, um, have to leave it for special occasions. And if somebody else brought it to my house for a family event, they have to take it home with them too. Don't leave it at my house, take it home yeah. uh, with that. So, um, but it's those type of things to where it's like, okay, you know, but think of it as, as you can have it again tomorrow. It doesn't have to be all, all tonight and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that in and of itself is changing your mindset. Whereas the kind of, if we are in that place of like restriction, then it's like, this is my only chance to have it. So I'm going to eat all of it. And when we get to this place where it's like, no, I'm, I'm choosing to have this and I'm going to enjoy it. Then it's, it's so, it's such a different experience to be like, and I'm done now. Like I can have it tomorrow. And, and, and and my brain is saying, but you want more, but you want more. (laughs) So it's a battle. It's yeah, a, it's a it's a battle I have to walk away from and and have to do something else or uh, do what my mother always said you should do if you're hungry is go drink a glass of water. Um, and so I would just go drink a glass of water and uh, uh, and it doesn't make me feel any better, but it stops the voice enough because I feel fuller and it's just I just go on from there and stuff. Yeah, but. I don't, I don't battle that one as much just because I don't keep it in the house and it's yeah. too much of a, a problem for me to say, ah, maybe I'll go out to the store and get some ice cream tonight. That's too much of a hassle at night. So, so, uh, yeah, no special trips, <laughs> no special trips. <laughs> not, not doing that. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that piece that you're talking about the, um, really when, you, when that part of your brain kind of starts acting up and is like, let's just keep eating go ahead and get some, you really want it. It's going to be so good. That's, I think the most challenging part of weight loss and and changing your brain is teaching that toddler part of your brain that you can throw this fit all you want. We're not, you're not going to get what you want. Um, But that really means that we have to take ourselves through processing all the emotion that that creates for us, which is a practice in and of itself. And it just takes practice. It's like, (laughs) it's, I, I say that every single probably coaching session we have, like we, you just have to keep practicing that 
you're not going to get it the first couple of times. And, and sometimes you don't even recognize that it's happening. I mean, me too, still sometimes it's like, I didn't even realize that that's the place that this was coming from until after the fact. And that's where evaluating comes in and is so helpful, but just being able to allow that to kind of have its talk and run its course and just sit with it and be with it and let it be there and let it kind of pass through you and move on. Having that discussion is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's not like a toddler to where, you know, you're just trying to shush them up. If I was going to do that, I'd be eating the ice cream. Right. Right. But, um, you know, it's, it's kind of dealing with the tantrum and, and, and the way that you have to and talking it through is, is the way to do that. Now my children would probably tell me I didn't handle it that way when they were growing up (laughs) when they threw tantrums. Um, but you know, um, it was, it's, it's having that conversation. And sometimes I will talk it out loud. I, th- I think yeah. I've said that in coaching before and others have, have said the same thing. Yeah. It's like, I will be talking out loud and I'll hear from the other room. Are you talking to me? I'm like, no, I'm not talking to you. He goes, I never know who you're talking to. I'm like, I know it's either the dogs. It's either you, it's either me, you know, uh, you never know. So, uh, talk to somebody. We don't know <laughs> the voice in my head. I, I know who I'm talking to, but. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that so much. Um, any, good. any other wisdom that you want to share with the listeners? Um, I just, I feel like, you know, I feel like I've been in a good place, which is exciting. I also know that that place can change on a dime. You know, it's, it's a process still. It's, it's, I know that, that, you know, I feel like I'm I'm doing really well, and I am, and I and I'm proud of myself for that. And and um, and I know I will have bad days. That's the thing. I know I will have bad days, and I will have them the rest of my life. But I'd rather have more good days than bad days. So, except the bad days are going to come, and deal with them, handle them, and and uh, um, and not have anxiety over them. You know, that's what I don't want to have is anxiety of oh my gosh, you know, I had a glass of wine, you know. Uh, who cares? I had a glass of wine, you know, and, uh, and I went on and I, and I survived. So maybe I, I gained a little weight, not because of the glass of wine. One glass of wine is not going to get me to gain a half a pound, right? Um, it's other things that I did, or it's the body doing whatever it has to do. I, you know, I have to understand that. So, you know, but my goal for this is, is to be happy and who I am and that's at whatever weight. And then, and, and I sometimes get jealous of some of these younger women, um, you know, 20 year olds that are just comfortable no matter what their body looks like. And I never was never, and still am not. And so, um, you know, I'm jealous of that fact that they're comfortable in their bodies. Um, and, uh, so I want to be comfortable in that no matter what weight I am. I think when we first met, I said, you know, I will accept whatever weight loss that, that I'm you know, supposed to have, because I figure my body will tell me, no, this is right where you need to be kind of thing. Um, my main concern right now is, is, um, am I doing the right things to make sure my blood work comes back good, um, in the areas that, that we're a little concerned with. And it's not a big concern, but it's a trend and we don't want to, you know, working with my doctor on that, we don't want to, to get to a point where it can be an issue, you know? So, um, so yeah, lots of rambling there, but just, I know that I'm on a good path and the path will take me where it needs to take me. And I have to learn from each twist and turn that it 
it takes me into. That's my goal. Yeah. And and you've done such a beautiful job of that. You really have. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I appreciate your help and, and everybody else that in the group that comes on the calls because, um, you know, we form this little bond. Sometimes when someone's out there, it's like, oh, where is she? Is she okay? Yeah. Or, um, it's it's kind of, and, and though we've never met in person, it's yeah. just, you feel like you form, you're starting to form this little family and new people come in. You're like, oh, welcome to the family kind of a thing. And it's, it's kind of a nice thing to have, you know? Yeah. We all get so excited when somebody new comes. <laughs> We're like, hey, <laughs> Thanks. yay. Yeah, it is. I really like, I think it's the best part of the whole program is the group coaching and the, this relationship that we've all built together, where we all support each other. We're all ha- like, we all hold the space for each other where we're like, offering compassion and love and support to each person who's going through their own journey, no matter what that is. And really wanting everyone to succeed. There's no like competition or what am I trying to say? Tearing down. It's all support. It's all support. And just like, you got this, like, let's do it's, it's so fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a great group and I enjoy meeting the new people. I think if, if we ever met face to face, if you ever got us together face to face, it would be like this great big family reunion. You know, everybody yes. be hugging. It would be, yeah. it would be just like, oh my gosh, look at you, you know, and and it'd be all this positive support, and it's wonderful. So, yes. um, yeah. fingers crossed, we'll be able to do that someday, right? We definitely will. This has been, <laughs> we're at what early June right now, and it's skipping crazy and crazier. But I think in the fall. Fingers crossed, we're gonna do like a nice group. I want to get everybody together. I wanna, I wanna meet everybody as well, and I want us all to just come together. And yeah, I'm, I'm really excited as well. Well, if not this year, next year, we'll, we'll, you know, you figure out what's best with the schedules and things. But I just know that uh, I, I know everybody would be excited to do that, and it would be great to have more people on the call. You know, if if, if schedules worked out, just because of the benefits of it going through it by yourself is, is never, I mean, and there's been other, obviously other programs that, that say, oh yeah, you know, you have meetings and things like that, but it's different with this one. It's, it's, it's very supportive and it's very, and we still feel like we're all connected. It isn't like, you know, well, you're just sitting in a meeting to be sitting in a meeting. Um, you're, we're connected to what we're, you know, each other with this. And it doesn't take long. Once you start the, once you start the group calls, it doesn't take long to feel like, you know, cause somebody say, how'd that go last week? You know, was that good? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. We, we all like, remember like what, you know, what each of us is going through each week throughout, you know, and we're all checking in and I, I love it so much. It's so fantastic. Yeah. Well, Julie, well, I could ramble on forever. I know I could too. We could talk about all of these things for <laughs> a long time but thank you so much for coming on i so appreciate your time and just lending your um experience your like wisdom to everybody out there and i don't know if i have wisdom i just have my journey and uh um and i'm happy to share it you know a little nervous was a little nervous because i'm usually not uh, used to this aspect of thing talking about talking about and it's personal, you know, your weight is a personal thing. And so like, you know, but you know, it was all good. So 
Thanks for asking me. Oh my gosh, of course. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And you absolutely has, have wisdom. You've built it up, you know, in this journey of yours. And, and that is where you are in your journey is where someone else is trying to get. So you're able to share, like, this is what I did to get here. Yeah. And hopefully it helps someone else, you know, because all other others have helped me, you know, and listen into their story. So yeah, a hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. It was so great talking to you and um, we'll see you on the next coaching call. Yeah. It's always good talking to you. See you. Thanks. If you love what you heard on the show, if you're done with dieting, restriction, deprivation, and willpower, and you want to make a permanent change to your weight and your life, join the waitlist to work with me. You can do that at bit.ly backslash call waitlist. That's bit.ly backslash call waitlist.